0: It's the guy from Raleigh that we said uh, was slept on who clearly is the ACC player preseason player of the year. All ACC teams announced and we know where we're going, what time we're doing it at the ACC Championship game presented by Subway. So much to go over on today's show, Jersey Drake. Are there some hits to misses when it comes to this list? There could be. Find out next. <laughs> going on, everybody? Welcome to today's edition of Locked on ACC. I'm your host, Candice Cooper. Thanks so much for joining me today. A little delay reaction there because I just want to make sure the timing was right for the song. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you cover with all things betting. I think it's always a great time to get in on the action. So make sure you do just that. we got some great, what I like to say, college football action around the corner. A lot of people are going to either win a lot of money or get their hearts broken in many capacities, so choose your bets wisely. Always bet on the ACC. That's always my go-to. Bet online has you covered with more cross odds and lines than ever before. Bet online is where the game starts. So, rock and Rollin' Jersey Drake here of Locked On Seminoles podcast. He joins the group to talk with us about the All-ACC team, the ACC Preseason Player of the Year, and the ACC Championship game. All good things. When it comes to our conference, we finally get to talk about conference in a nice way. So there's that. Jersey Drake, thanks for joining the show. How you doing?
1: I'm doing great, Candace. I'm doing wonderful. It's about to be the weekend. I'm going down to the keys. Me and you have already had this uh, conversation. I got some big, uh, some big plans moving forward with my personal life, and uh, yeah, and I'm excited. But I will want to say, I want to give you a uh, you did a pretty damn good job on the uh, Listen Up podcast with uh, our friend uh, Sam Moore over there. I do want to give a shout out to him because his podcast is great. Like our first listen is obviously, you know, Locked On ACC, Dan Locked On Seminoles. My third listen, you to go listen to listen that podcast because I'm uh that's that's my boy right there,
0: Sam. Yeah, Sam, Sam be doing the damn thing. He's hilarious. Shout out to JSU and his hats that he wears on his FSU podcast. But bold I as hell, bold as likes, hell. Likes to spice it up for Seminoles fans. I already see that Seminoles are pretty much spicy. And I'm like, did y'all read where y'all finna finish in the preseason poll, or is that what got y'all all ticked off? Like, is it because you're not first? Like, I I just don't understand. But then again, I don't. I, I choose not to understand fandom. I think that that helps me have peace of mind.
1: Man, we're just over it, man. Like, I mean, <laughs> let's just put it that way. I mean, yeah. the fact that we're behind a Wake Forest and a Louisville, I'm and I was like, I went to school when we between our rivals, we only lost one game,
0: and that was yeah. 112
1: to UF. I mean, yeah. the mighty have fallen at this point. Now I was like, hey, you know what? This team, though, I think is, is, is capable of uh, eight wins. It's the best roster we've had in several years, and quite frankly, I think we're about to steal some games this year. So, uh eight wins incoming
0: thousand percent. Well, let's start with the All-ACC team because it's a long list. We want to keep people juiced up and ready to go throughout the show. So without further ado, I know you've already seen the list and everyone's like, oh, we're waiting for Candace and Jersey Jack's opinion. Well, here it is. For the quarterback All-ACC football team, you got Devin Leary from NC State, Sean Tucker from Syracuse, and Will Shipley from Clemson. This is all offense we'll start with. Josh Downs. A.T. Perry and Zay Flowers as your wide receivers out of North Carolina, Wake Forest, and Boston College. Then you got Will Mallory out of Miami for the tight end. Your all-purpose Mr. I'm-a-football-player, Keithon Thompson out of Virginia. You got offensive tackles for Jordan McFadden out of Clemson and Zion Nelson from Miami. And then for offensive guards, you've got Caleb Chandler and Christian Mahogany, Louisville, Boston College, respectfully. And then you got your center, Grant Gibson. So that's your offensive all-ACC team. Jersey Drake. I don't see a Florida State person on the list, but crazier things have happened to prove people wrong. I feel like that is the fuel that our mid-tier teams need in order to propel them forward.
1: Yeah, I think there's a few like spots on the list I can see these probably these teams are you saying the middle tier can fight their way into. Uh, Me personally, like I do, I think Devin Leary, the top four QB in the conference. I personally would have went with maybe a Molly Cunningham as my probably my selection. I actually. I mean, I think I said it on here. I think the top three for me is Malik Cunningham, Brian Armstrong from Virginia, and then Tyler Van Dyke from Miami. So that kind of to me, Malik Cunningham I mean, will definitely be a spot for him. Like, oh, okay, I see what it is. I think I take the step forward this year. I think this year I'll take it even further step forward. And then when it comes to the offensive line, I mean, quite frankly, the Christian Mahogany spot. I Like that's something that he, if he was fully healthy, that was a, that's a lock. That kid, that kid's gonna go play in the NFL. But that's mm-hmm. definitely a spot where basically. I think DJ Skate from Miami can definitely get a slot in there. Or maybe even a Dylan Gibbons from Florida State, too. And then with wide receiver, I think with Jordan Assen gone, like Josh Downs is, is an obvious pick. A.T. Perry is also an obvious pick. And then Zay Flowers, like, I don't really know what else you can substitute in there. But maybe the one that probably will be, have a different name at the end of it will be with uh, Will Mallory, mainly because the tight end selections, I guess, from the entire conference, there's, there, there's, not really, there's not really an elite option. So someone can have a great season and actually supplant it moving forward.
0: Yeah, I agree with that regard. I think for me, looking at some of these picks, Devin Leary, I guess the biggest question is, and we've seen it's a lot of arguments around here in the triangle, is Devin Leary versus Sam Hartman out of Wake Forest and, you know, head on head matchups. Sam has, you know, outdone Devin Leary and NC State. And so it's kind of like, well, that's a duh. They also were Atlantic. Atlantic Coast Atlantic Division champions last year so is it slight shade towards Sam Hartman who's been there six years or maybe he's been there too long where people are like yeah you've been there long enough to where we're already assumed that you should have been gone if you were as elite as people think you are I don't
1: know that's one of those things too I mean it goes to your last point right there like if he truly was the best quarterback in this conference he probably would have went to the NFL draft last year and because it, it does feel like he's Riley Skinner 2.0, or he's still Riley Skinner for playing here. <laughs> uh, shout out Dave to my co-host for that joke. But to me, like it's, I do have Sam Harmon above Devin Leary, mainly because Devin Leary, he's a very solid QB. And I think he'll get drafted to the NFL to be uh, not a perennial backup, but always be, the, you know, a great option moving forward. You know, so, as like a safety blanket, but there's nothing he's truly elite at. And by yeah. that, I'm saying he never, like, he never gets put you in basketball. He'll have like one really bad pick every two to three games but he holds the ball very well, controls the pace of play. He's not a deep ball thrower. He can move a little bit. So uh, to me, this Devin Larry pick is more of the safest bet when it comes to the best QB in the conference.
0: I think if you were going to just go ahead and throw it out there, you should have given it to Tyler Van Dyke. You know, if we're just going to throw things to the wall, either Tyler or Brennan Armstrong, Like you can't go wrong to me in any Mm -hmm. of the picks when I was just rolling through the roster. I mean, if anyone had said Garrett Sherry, we would have had to have a conversation for sure. Syracuse. Oh, he's a running
1: back. That's not that point
0: <laughs> and you know, I was gonna transition to my running back conversation because will Shipley being hurt last season. I feel like it's very telling of how beyond Sean Tucker, the running back you know list kind of drops when it comes to the ACC in my opinion
1: uh that's I think Patrick Garwell, I think I think AJ Black discussed that I think a few like I think this past week it would be someone that definitely can like I don't know about supplant Will Shipley because I do think will Shipley is definitely your. He's a quintessential all-purpose back, but I can definitely see someone like a Patrick Garwo, a Jalen Knighton from Miami, and also Henry Parrish Jr., the transfer from Ole Miss to Miami, also with Tresha on War from Florida State. I think that this running back room in the Atlantic specifically as well yeah. is going to be able to steal a lot of these votes from Will Shipley because, I mean, Sean Tucker, we all know who Sean Tucker is. If Jameer Gibbs was still here, it would be Jameer Gibbs' name below two as well. So yeah. to me, Will Shipley, I think he needs to prove to be healthy for the entire year before we can submit him as the true uh, RB1 for all ACC.
0: Absolutely. And then when you look at the wide receivers, of course, I picked all three of these guys in my personal voting. But Will Mallory, I think tight end position, I gave it to Garth. Is it Garth Bartholomew? I always want to call him Garth. It might be something else, but it's Bartholomew for sure, because I can't forget that last name. And I also saw him do numbers in Pit at Pit last season. But he would have been my pick for tight end. And then, of course, Keaton, I picked Josh Downs for all purpose. And for the offensive line, it looked about the same right here. Center, I think. I think I picked Grant Gibson, but can't quite remember. But I will say for sure, Matthew Bergeron definitely got slept on from the offensive line standpoint because, I mean, how does Sean Tucker do so well? It's because mm-hmm. you have someone who can push the pile for you. So that's my three cents on the offensive side of things. However, go ahead. Do you want to say something?
1: Well, know, but just kind of pair it off, We just had the wide receivers. That makes sense to me. Tight end, honestly, could have given to any tight end in ACC. would have been like, ah, that kind of makes sense because, Like I said before, there isn't like this true elite option in tight end spot. With the offensive line, I do think it's interesting we have Jordan McFadden actually in that line. He was the best offensive lineman for Clemson. But Clemson's offensive line didn't particularly perform well last year. So maybe this is more of a projection thing, kind of how you said with Will Shipley earlier.
0: Yeah, agreed. Let's talk about the defensive side here in this next segment where Habakkuk Baldon- Baldonado, there it is, say it three times fast, leads the pack as a defensive end out of Pitt. We also had Miles Murphy from Clemson. Brian Breezy, who also is from Clemson, leading for defensive tackles alongside Kalaja Canty, who I like, I ain't gonna hold you. I forgot, but I shouldn't have forgotten because Kalaja is definitely a bad man. Drake Thomas, linebacker from NC State. Trenton Simpson out of Clemson, and then Peyton Wilson out of NC State. trail Clark out of Louisville for your uh, quarterback. Josh DeBerry from Boston college as well. And then for your safeties, you got Tanner Engel and Jamie Robinson, who Jamie Robinson is a transfer from Florida state. Tanner Engel at NC state Atlantic is just telling me how you continue to tell me how deep you guys are, you know, from on that side of the ball as a coastal girl myself, it's telling that Clemson gets so many nods, but you know, I'll let y'all have it.
1: I will say if I am Corey Dern from NC state, Fabian Lover from Florida Pissed. State, and also Lawrence <laughs> Taylor from Miami, I would be livid. Mainly because, like, yeah. I get it. Brian Brissy will be a top-ten pick, but didn't he miss, like, what, six or seven, four, five, four or seven games last year? Like, yeah fully healthy, that's the thing, but I think with preseason projections, like, hey, it's a projection for the entire year, but you also need to take, actually, the what you did the previous year into account. So, like, yeah, yeah Corey Durden should be hell actually, over his entire list. But then the rest of it, I mean... Linebackers like Drake Thomas and, and Peyton Wilson; those are your two mainstays for probably think might be the defense actually in the conference. And Trenton Simpson, you always have that you know that star-studded linebacker actually at Clemson. But then it's great to see uh, Jamie Robinson, you know, holding down the uh, tradition of DBU to be actually be the LAC, uh, production there, which I wouldn't be surprised that featured by Keem Dent in the other safety spot too actually in the year.
0: Yeah, I definitely think that you have to take these preseason lists with a grain of salt. And, of course, you use it as fuel. But for me, it's just very telling about how people get stuck on names and they don't necessarily get stuck on stats from previous years. They're just like, oh, this person is a beast. I saw him one time. I'm forever going to think that they're the man injury bar injury. Right. Because even Peyton Wilson. You know, you can make the case for him. How many years has he been here now? I think he got slided in the year that he probably should have been ACC Player of the Year. And then Notre Dame decided to join. That was back in, what, 2020 when Notre Dame needed a home. And to me, now you're looking at you could have made the case for Isaiah Moore if we're going to talk about guys who have injuries or things like that. So I think it should be more focused on pre- or last year's you know, stats going into this year. And of course, people graduate, go to the league, move on, whatever. But yeah, I'm with you. If I were Corey Durden, I would be ticked. If I were Fabio Lovett, I would be ticked as well. And I think from a coastal side, good Lord, like do y'all not even see the side? Like it's very telling how you guys feel about the other half of our league.
1: Yeah, I actually just realized there's only one, there's only two (laughs) players on the the defensive side of the ball. And there is only one Two, yeah, there's only two players from the three players actually on the opposite side of the ball. I mean, you kind of saw how the coaches felt too about the Colt when the Colt when the uh, divisions were gone. I like the length coaches. Oh, you know, it's great for the conference, we get to play each other a lot more often. The yeah. coastal, damn, there goes my easy two or three wins against uh Georgia Tech and Duke. That's uh, that's going the way. So, but I mean, you're no, you're right with the name thing. I mean, Max uh, kind of combing this phrase when we first started, and it was anonymous, we moved on the lockdown, we call it name syndrome just because you hear someone's yeah. name repeatedly. You just think that automatically that they're a phenomenal, great player, which a lot of these kids on these lists are, but you have to take into account what has been produced on over the field prior to making these little selections. But I also hear that these bas- these lists basically are given to the actual writers probably right before everything starts. And sometimes you, you just have to really do it or you're like, oh yeah, that sounds good. Oh yeah, I know this name. So something, you're right. You got to take it a little bit with a uh, with a grain of salt.
0: Pretty much as I was voting, you know, as someone who covers the ACC throughout, you know, the entire year, it's very much... You get to know these players. You get to see the games. I have to watch a majority of these games. But I thought it was very interesting how one of my local radio hosts was like, I don't vote because I'm don't. i not going to sit here and tell you I watch a Syracuse game. I'm not going to sit here and tell you I watch a Boston College game. I can't give you the X's and O's and watch all 22's of Clemson all the time, right? So it's better for me not to get these guys in their heads going into the season because I don't really know. And I respect that because at the end of the day, these are just lists. We do what we can. That's why you play the game, period, point blank. But if you are thinking, all right, I see the list, I'm going to go ahead and put my vote in of who I'm going to bet for the year, I strongly encourage you guys to hit up betonline.net, the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your sports betting action. Got Major League Baseball, college, basketball and football, NFL, NBA, NHL, and more. BetOnline is the number one spot for sports wagering information, live in-game betting scores, and even podcasts. BetOnline.net is where you should head today because BetOnline is where the game starts. Whoop-dee-woo with the uh, airplane signal light things as we direct our traffic to our next segment talking about the ACC Player of the Year. Sorry, I got to give my specialty teams For place kicker, it went to B.T. Potter for Clemson. Lou Headley out of Miami. And then, of course, Josh Downs for specialist. And, of course, I think he's great, but I'm 100% biased. Preseason player of the year. Devin Leary got 40 of the votes, followed by Sam Hartman, who we touched on earlier and made that case for each other, 30 votes. And then Tyler Van Dyke. So top three you got out of Miami. Top three you got quarterbacks. I think it's very telling, one, of how good our quarterbacks are in this conference, but two, how essential that role is for any program. And so when you look at all of them returning on the Atlantic side, and damn near everybody knew or figuring it out on the Coastal side, I'm just like, defense from the Atlantic division, hey, this is your time to shine. Coastal, time for like a little bit of, I feel a little chip. Go ahead and do your thing. So, what do you think just about talk about the three of them being one, two, three in picks, even though those aren't really your top quarterbacks in the league?
1: I mean, it kind of makes sense to me. I mean, we've discussed this like ad nauseum on here that this is the conference of quarterbacks. Like, yeah. this is the best. If you want to go not only quarterbacks for college football, but I think like also for NFL ready quarterbacks, I project each of these kids to be drafted into the NFL probably in the earlier rounds. Mm-hmm. Devin Leary, obviously, well, decent career. Sam Hardman, Probably go go down like Matt Moore. I, I, I see a lot of Matt Moore in him. Tyler Van Dyke to me actually has probably has the best, best projection of all three of them. And that's hard for me to say because one is a Florida State fan, but two also how much I did not believe in him before the NC State game. And then he shut my ass up real quick. But to me, it's yeah. great to see actually these three QBs up at the top, even though, like I said before, I don't think Devin Leary probably would have been my preseason player of the year.
0: Yeah. And we would be remiss if we did not talk about the ties in here because tied for fourth was Brendan Armstrong and then tied for six is Malik Cunningham. So there's so many quarterbacks who want to be in on the conversation. I didn't see Jordan Travis on the list. I'm sorry for y'all. You know, I also didn't see Carolina's quarterback <laughs> on the list, right? So I'm just saying it's anybody's game. If you have a good quarterback, if you don't, just be happy to be here. This might be the happy-to-be-here season for a lot of these guys. Or it could be a breakout. There could be a quarterback we haven't even mentioned. Our name is Drake May, if you're listening. Go ahead, Jacoby Gris- Criswell, if you're listening. Hey, Hell, Malik Cunningham, We got We got.
1: We got options, listen, man. We got options coming in.
0: Listen, who? <laughs> Right? Like, I think you're still learning how to uh, figure out who's your starter, but there's that. Some other names on the list for preseason player of the year, Brian Breesy, like we mentioned, um, Josh Downs of North Carolina, Sean Tucker, Miles Murphy, Trenton, Trenton Simpson, and Jamie Robinson. And to me, I think it's very telling about how much Jamie Robinson has already made such an impact for the Seminoles to not even have played it down yet. And people are still like, yeah, that's that guy. You got Fabian Lovis saying he's a dog. Like, he, you don't got to teach football in some certain capacity. You either got it or you don't in many aspects. And he's already giving that nod. Wow. I mean, that says a lot about him.
1: Uh, Candace, he started all year for us last year. Did he? Yes, he did. Yeah. No,
0: he didn't. I thought he did. He was, he, was,
1: he was second most. He transferred from South Carolina into last year and Damn. then was our second leading snap counter last year. Yeah.
0: No, he wasn't.
1: Jamie, yeah. No. Yeah, he transferred with uh, Kier Thomas from no. South Carolina.
0: Yeah, man. I thought he was going into this. You know what? <laughs> I want to cut the segment, but I'm not. I apologize, Jamie. That shows that you how much I cared about Florida State last year. God, I swear to you I could have said he was going into Yeah, I'm pretty
1: sure he led the, the game in tackles, actually, against you all when played you.
0: The only person that really mattered last year for Florida State was really Jermaine Johnson. Let's keep it a band. Can we
1: ma'am, band? ma'am. I'm not gonna hear that because Kier Thomas was you know part of that big thing. Jamie obviously was Jamie. Jamie, Jamie. Jamie.
0: I'm sorry, Jamie. I'm sorry,
1: yeah. You need to apologize. Right <laughs> <Jaime. laughs> <siento.
0: laughs> I could mind. have sworn yep. he transferred to South Carolina and is going to start his new season. I've been hyping him up. You know what? All the people who haven't corrected me yet, that's your fault. That's all. I'm sure you guys have watched the show back, like, what is she talking about? God, okay. That, that makes me feel like I need to go watch an ultimate issue right now. I'm so upset at myself. You I were remarried. distracted
1: by the absolute fire my man was wearing, actually, at ACC Media today. That's why. Was, was, was
0: hidden. I was, I, like I said, you, I was clean. very much distracted by Jermaine Johnson, but that's another story for And <laughs> Ooh, Yeah. <laughs> I was distracted. <laughs> if you pick up what I'm putting down, I'm very much a lady of the show. Okay. I voted for Miles Murphy for ACC preseason player of the year. I think that he is going to be like on fire. This is his last season at Clemson, hopefully. Um, Maybe I need to look up whether or not he can actually leave because clearly (laughs) I don't know anything I'm talking about around here. But also looking at Brian Breezy, I think he's going to have a good year. All of this for Clemson's defense. Clemson leads with six players here on the all ACC team. I mean, again, this is why you take the stuff with a grain of salt Because while everyone's telling you Clemson has reloaded, I didn't see DJ's name on this list not one time.
1: Or wide receiver.
0: (laughs) Or wide receiver. So we all knew he struggled last year with who to find. There was no star out there, right, to throw to or stud that we're used to seeing out of Clemson. And I'm saying to myself, You got a new offensive coordinator. You got a new defensive coordinator. You don't have full vote of confidence in your current quarterback. And you say, okay, we're going to change him midseason. That doesn't guarantee that the next person coming in is going to be great. And yet you have all these veteran quarterbacks and veteran leaders and veteran defenses. And you're really going to sit here and tell me Clemson is the best team out? Not buying it. Not buying it. I'm not. They're not. (laughs) I'm not. I just, I mean, I already, I'm like, I'm still flustered about Jamie, but like, I'm very much over the idea that Clemson is the best team here in our conference. I'm just not. I'm not sold.
1: The Clemson that we knew for the majority of the uh, 2010s basically ended when Tony Elliott wasn't able to be in the press box for the game against Ohio State. That game, in my personal opinion, broke them. And right now you see with all the internal hires, that's great. But Brent Venables is gone. All the all these players that we're talking about right now, I think Tyler Davis is another kid we haven't mentioned that's going to be a probably a big impact player on their defense. They'll yeah. be most likely be gone the next year. And then with DJ, I think DJ can turn it around. But he's got Kate Klubnick in the wings. Is this, is this going to be another um, Kelly Bryant situation? Or do we even know if Kate Klubnick is going to be the same thing as Trevor? Because we all knew Trevor going into camp was going to be that dude. It was only yeah. a matter of time when actually he was going to take the job from Kelly Bryant. Yeah. With Kate Klubnick, you still hear about quarterback battle. So yeah. to me, I, know, I think right now for gambling purposes, I know we'll do that later on when the season starts. Do you go run for Clemson Win totals 10 and a half? I don't think they win 10 games this year. I think they went nine. Really? Yeah.
0: Huh. One, two, we can move on from Clemson because I can beat that with a dead horse. You're defending champs in Pitt. Keaton Slovis still has to battle for his spot, apparently. Allegedly, it's not his outright gift. I am just so frustrated, and I'm so praying for one of these days, Coastal even though we're doing away with divisions, can have teams, you know, the coastal of old teams that were are have fighting chances. Like why don't we when are we ever going to have that conversation? Or is it never going to be so to where it's always going to be coastal bottom heavy when especially when we give up divisions, do you I do do you ever see a coastal team fighting for a chance to be in championship conversation?
1: I think Virginia Tech can is definitely mm. a program actually i love to hire Pry. I like i actually like chris marva as a defensive coordinator there and i think that they actually take the right approach when it comes to qbs i think they brought in what five but they kind of understand like, yeah. how important that position is and then virginia is another one virginia might be someone that be, can be competitive each and every single year i mean you see it right now with tony Elliott coming in after bronco men Brandon hall armstrong basically being what would you call him the ginger assassin like, has literally been a killer, like the red headed assassin,
0: the red headed yeah.
1: assassin, Ron Weasley with yeah. a throwing arm. But, like, to me,
0: <laughs>
1: I know, like, those two right there are kind of quintessential for that. And then also, Mac yeah. Brown's kind of like led a renaissance for you guys for football to kind of be also be the other sport, too, basically, with alongside basketball. Because if you talk to most fans that don't watch, I guess, ACC sports, they only equate UNC with basketball. But Mac Brown actually is making them probably everyone across the world, like, oh blue actually fits on the football field and it's something actually I do want to watch
0: yeah I mean I think and I'm Miami back, needs right? to be back
1: they need to be but they need to be back they're not back yet until they win everything but you know hey Alex Dono talk to me.
0: I think that Miami is winning year one out of the coastal but crazier things have happened so I never kind of put full faith in the Okay. All right. Cool. I just, I want some, because if it can't be my team, I want it to be who I pick, right? That's how I'm saying it. If it's not going to be Carolina, if I'm not going to ride the Carolina hardcore fan, hardcore graduate, period, I want it to be the school that I choose. And I choose Miami. So I'm riding the Miami train. I still want NC State to do the whole damn thing, but there's that. And speaking of which, the whole damn thing happens in Charlotte, North Carolina at Piggy, at, people, what? Yep. <laughs> at 8 p.m. on primetime. In uh, what you call it, the Bank of America Stadium, and what Charlotte should be the AC headquarters. best another for another day. Subway is the sponsor. I still, you know, Subway. Cool. We're gonna rock that. Really? Yeah. You know. Right. Gross. Okay. <laughs> and I'm just like, if we're trying to hype our, if we're trying to hype our league up. Maybe not Subway. Maybe not Subway.
1: Like, have you guys you have Jer- read
0: the articles? You, just read the articles. You, you can just- read the articles and know that they're not it.
1: You can do Jersey and Mike's and stuff for that. Jimmy John's. Jim, true. I mean, yeah, you can do Jimmy John's. Anybody,
0: firehouse. Sure. So, let's roll them off. You know what I'm saying? Like you can get your. I, I mean, I'll be
1: down. I'll be down for the <laughs> firehouse. I'm not gonna lie to you. That's <laughs> definitely one being that too.
0: Pin Station. Like, there's so many. There's so many out here that we could choose, and yet we go with the one who has been literally sued because their bread is just pure sugar and their meat is not meat and their tuna is surprise. A tuna surprise. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> when it's all said and done though, who is going to be in Charlotte? I've made my cases for my two teams. I know your two teams, you know, are for the people who's going to AC championship.
1: Uh, I hate to say this. Not that it's, deep Negro it's, spiritual it's, it's, sigh.
0: <laughs> it's going to be
1: uh From the Atlantic, it's probably gonna be an NC State, mainly because I think consistently that's gonna be a team that they're gonna beat up on Clemson. I think they're gonna beat up on Wake Forest. And I think that's basically that's basically almost the same team from last year, out by like a few players coming back from injury, like Cyrus Fagan, I think will be a huge addition to the secondary, actually being fully healthy.
0: Cyrus actually didn't play last season. Hey, I know that. You know
1: (laughs) I actually love Cyrus Fagan. He used to be a Florida State that kick that kicking ball. Absolutely. Um, from the coastal, this is tough because I'm not going to pick Miami to ever win the, win the conference. I mean, shouldn't. I shouldn't because uh, y'all have been here since 2005. We got yeah. four conference championships. Y'all got zero. Um, Until you prove me you can win it, I'm not going to pick y'all. But to me, li- realistically, I think probably the sleeper answer actually might be pit, pit to repeat that. Because I do think Keenan Slovis actually brings a sort of, if he stays healthy, can actually be a dynamic point to this offense and not pick up or can't pick it left off because – Jordan Asson is also gone. Yeah. But I definitely do think they have the weapons around them to actually help them out moving forward. And to me, that's where we're going to go with.
0: Yeah, I think they have a really strong defense, a defense that they've built kind of that culture, which faltered a little bit last year, but certainly can bring themselves back to the conversation this season. But, hey, no, it's never going to end how we think. Boston College can fuck around and have a good season. Excuse my language. You know, we also could see something good from Florida State. Jordan Travis could have the breakout year of his life. And then what we do?
1: Oh, yeah, you know what? Change my pick. I'm going to have a Florida State. (laughs) Florida State's going to meet Miami in the conference championship. You know what? That's going to save the conference. If you really want to save the conference, that's what you're going to want to
0: watch (sighs) Florida State versus Miami. Could you imagine? Unbearable fans on both sides. Oh, my God. It would be awesome. (laughs) (laughs) The amount of It's like the Carolina Duke basketball trash talk. And you also have, then you turn it around for football and have Florida State and Miami, which. We honestly could root for that because from a league standpoint, from an elevating our conference standpoint, very good for the brand. Very good. Oh, it's of these schools, Yeah. Can you hear me? Did you go? Oh, now I
1: can hear you. Sorry. 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 I just lost in my (laughs) ear for a second. But no, I mean, you're right. I mean, see, just thinking about that matchup has already gotten me hyped. I'm already going to book my (laughs) ticket for Charlotte coming up soon because... I'm gonna book for myself, Max, Dave. I'll hit up there Alex too. Like, hey, let's all just go to the game. Let's do a college game day style like, you know, oh podcast. I'm like, you know Watch that. Watch that. Cause uh you know that will do numbers.
0: A thousand percent. I'll be there anyway. So you guys can come. We can <laughs> oh, have damn. some great food. Food and fellowship, and we would be good to go. So oh, we're, we're gonna, we're, we're gonna, just going to say, end, <laughs> yeah, to end the show, we're going to root for Miami and Florida State to be the ACC championship because, you know, throw things out there. I said one time Carolina was going to go undefeated. Throw it out there. Shoot the shot. I don't know if you've seen the lady with the pink sauce. We're about to end the show here. But <laughs> she, yeah. she really has made me feel like just throw it out there. Why not? Crazier things have happened. If a lady who's selling food products doesn't know what the FDA stands for, you oh need to just shoot that shot, put that bet down, and go hard for your team. I'm pretty, sure
1: FD- I'm pretty sure she's from she's from South Florida, too. I think that's <laughs> what I heard.
0: <laughs> of course. Of course she is. I mean, she apparently she's a chef. Didn't know what the FDA stood for. And that's where I'm troubled, right? Needless to say, put the money down. Go for whatever team you want to go hard for this year, and then just do it. Make sure that you're all in. Put the chips in on BetOnline. Make sure you pick your preseason ACC Player of the Year. If it's not Devin, tell us who it was for you. You know, who is the team that you would have rather seen? Did Dontavian Wicks get, uh, what you call it, snubbed? Corey Durden, all the guys who didn't get put on the list. Ray to out of Carolina. Like, there's so many you could say. So let's just hear your thoughts. You can find us on YouTube at Locked On ACC. Subscribe to the channel, please. You can subscribe to Locked On Seminoles podcast. Follow Jersey Drake and his team there. You can also find me at Candace Cooper on Twitter if you're listening and looking at us on our YouTube channel. We appreciate you. Hope you guys have a health, healthy and safe weekend. If you're listening on the audio space in your car, we hope you drive carefully to wherever you're doing for fun this weekend for Candace Cooper and Jersey Drake. Until next time.